0: Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Empowering the Ummah
1: Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala rasulil kareem ma ba Alhamdulillah thumma alhamdulillah we praise we thank we glorify Allah Tabaraka Ta'ala for it is indeed only the fazl the karam the ihsan the great favor of Allah Tabaraka wa Ta'ala that Allah Pak has allowed us once again, on this wonderful platform of Marqa Sahaba, the voice of Ahlul sunnah Wal Jama'ah, to discuss some aspect with regards to our own Islah, our own Reformation, and we make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purifies our hearts. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us ikhlas, qubuliyat, And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uses us for his beautiful deen. Over the last few lessons, we have been discussing the aspect of generosity and islah with regards to our generosity. So it's not just giving, but it's giving without any expectation Without any pomp, without any show, and also giving from that which we love the most. When Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha came to ask Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam for a servant to help at home because she was getting corns on her hands, she had to do all the work herself. Again, here's a lesson for us. Today, the women folk, these new models, you know, new model women folk, they squeal. If we have to take tell them. To make one cup tea for the mother-in-law. Hmm? Zat Fatima, ta'ala anha, she didn't have any help at home. And it wasn't like today's time there. You had to take the Bali. Grind it, knead it, make it into bread, bake it, etc. Clean the house, do the washing, whatever it was. Then too, we sometimes find it very, very difficult. I'm not saying that it's not permissible to have help at home. If Allah Ta'ala has given the means, then by all means we should have these helpers. Someone has the means to have two helpers also, depending on the size of the house, the amount of children. Alhamdulillah, this is a ni'mat from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But where the problem comes about sometimes is that even with the helpers, and just one small khidmat needs to take place, one small khidmat. One cup tea for the mother-in-law. Then that becomes a big story, becomes an issue. I'm not your mother's slave. I'm not this, I'm not that. Did you bring me in this house to be a slave? No. We must make khidmat. Khidmat se khuda tehe. By doing khidmat, we hear this so many times. That we will get Allah Ta'ala's love in our hearts. If we have to read up on the Sahabiyat, the female companions of Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, you will see that some of them used to actually brush down the horses, clean the, the stool, the number two of the horses, and bring fodder for the horses. Today, which man makes his wife wash his car? Cars can't kick you, cars can't make number one, number two on you, and cars don't smell. Sahabiyat Ridwanullah, they were doing that much. I'm not saying that we must tell our wives now to go and wash the car and polish it. That is our responsibility. In fact, it would be regarded as zulm, as an oppression in today's time. But look at the khidmat they made, and look how they made the khidmat at the same time. So this serving of family members, especially when we have elders in the home. We must jump at this opportunity. You know, sometimes subhanallah, subhanallah. You see people, they will make khidmat of other elderly people. So you have all these women's groups, etc. What have you? I'm not going to go into all of that. But anyway, they will go to one old age home. They will take food there. They will sit with them. They will buy them gifts. And so that is good in its way. provided it is done correctly. But the point I'm mentioning here is that we will do so much for other people. But when it comes to our own, our own in-laws that are living in the house, that are now aging, that are finding difficulty to hear, finding difficulty to see, they have grown slow in their movements. Sometimes, you know, one day, one musalli from another town i won't mention where but he had this ni'mat his own mother was living with him now she was aged mashallah so he came to me one day and he complained and he said Molana, i need some help i need some advice my old mother lives with us but every time she goes to make wudu, she messes the bathroom. So, probably some water or whatever. And you're lifting up your feet to wash, whatever it is. And this is becoming a problem in my home. So I told him, Bay, see, this is your mother. This is your mother. At the feet of your mother is Jannat now she is old there is no way that she is going to manage not to mess the water while making wudu, while washing herself etc and if you are finding that your wife is taking a great objection to this she's squealing she's complaining then you are retired you are also sitting at home You are 55, 60 years old. No, he wasn't even 60, just under 60 at the time. So every time your mother goes in to make wudu, you will be there with the towel. You can be there with the mop. And it will take you literally two minutes to clean up after your mother. This is khidmat. And it's a great khidmat, because you are doing it for your own mother. So that, he wasn't prepared to do. He wanted an answer to say that, you know what? The mother mustn't make so many nawafil namaz during the day. She mustn't read so much of tilawat of Quran Sharif. And now, because she's old, she cannot hold her wudu as long as she would in the past. So maybe every hour, every half an hour, she needs to now go and make wudu. So that was the type of answer that he was looking for. And This person, mashallah, when jamaats come to the masjid, then he's in the first line, spending time with the jamaat, arranging one meal for the jamaat, taking the jamaat on gush, so where is the sifat? You know, you speak about the six sifat, the six qualities. Ikram-e-Muslim is one of those qualities. The whole objective of jamaat is not three days, it's not 40 days, it's not gush, but it is so that these qualities can be embedded within my life. I can become a better Muslim. But no, today has become a big show business, you know. I want to be regarded as one of the zimmedars of the area. So see, this is your own mother. You need to make khidmat. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with jamaat. No. Jamaat work... Is excellent work and Allah ta'ala must give us, all of us, Tawfiq to do this effort of deen. What I'm pointing out here is that for so many years we are doing this effort. Now this one quality of ikram, it can't come into our lives. We, don't, we can't see it. We can't understand it. We can't fathom. We can't bring it into our lives. So definitely there's some kamzori here some weakness it needs to be rectified at the same time we mustn't give up what we are doing if we are doing some khidmat of deen and we you know sometimes people will say ah oh, see these tablik brothers see these hanka brothers hmm? all day he's saying i got one big sheikh one big sheikh but see what he's doing there he's conning the people out of this business so does that now mean that that person must quit the effort of Tazkiya and kanka etc does it mean that that person must now quit the effort of Dawat and Tabliq? no it doesn't mean that but it simply means is that we have lost the purpose of what we are doing this work for are we doing it for pomp and show name and fame or are we doing it and many many times we will say it that this is you know i'm speaking to myself first then i'm speaking to others but that حقيقت, that reality has to come into our lives so my brothers my friends my dear listeners it's an islahi program this and that is why we have to speak about these issues huh? The wife is not willing to do all of this here, then we must take the initiative. No one said that it is below a man's dignity that his own mother is making wudu, she's messing on the floor, a little bit of drops of water, and that too is no big deal, also. It's no big deal. Can we not clean it up after our mother? even if you have to do it a hundred times a day how many times we say this also that if you have to carry your mother on your back and perform tawaf and sa'i, that is nothing you can never repay her for the, the the difficulty that she went through at the time of labor at the time of birth we will say these things but how much of it do we really mean how much are we prepared to go the extra mile to serve our own parents? And then on the flip side of the coin, you will find there are some people, mashallah, Allah Pak has also blessed them with wealth in this dunya. That if the mother must just make any ishara that I'm wishing for this, or I'm wishing to go to Madina Munawara. The next day, the ticket is in her hand. She may be wishing for something to eat. Same time, he'll go and he'll buy it. There is no limit to what he would do to serve the mother. So we also must take lesson and we must try. Our parents, they are not with us forever. For forever. Last night, night before last, Laylatun Nismin Shaaban, Sunday night, then we all heard the importance of obedience to parents. This was one of the preconditions for Maghfirat on this night. So, again, we will speak about it, we will say it. But how much of that reality has entered into my heart? Allah Ta'ala give me Tawfiq, Allah Ta'ala give you also Tawfiq. Wherever we can, we should try to serve our parents to the best of our abilities. So when Azat Fatima, radiyallahu ta'ala anha, comes to Nabi Karim, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to request for a servant, what did Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell her? The incident is long, she went away, Nabi, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, came back later, etc., one is that he taught her Tasbih Fatimi 33 times Subhanallah, 33 times Alhamdulillah, 34 times Allah Akbar. But what did he tell her? What statement did he make to her? He said, How can I give you a servant when the ashabe Sufa are still hungry? How can- this is his daughter. He's looking at the corns, he's looking at the blisters on her hands. How can I give you a servant or my daughter? Ashab as Sufa, sometimes whole day they have nothing to eat. This is his family. But when it came to Qurbani and sacrifice, then his family also came first. In a single combat in Badr, Who was there in the front to go and fight the enemy? When it came to that one-on-one combat, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala. Then his family had to go first and to go to collect the perks, the booty, they were the last. In the Qurbani, they must go first because the focus was the Akhirah and not the Dunya so i'm also not saying now that now we must put our families through so much of qurbani, so much of sacrifice you know this is the 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 ajib part of our our insanity sometimes we pick and choose what we want from our deen so now i just spoke now two two minutes ago for so long Emphasis on making khidmat of your mother. Now, here, this year is speaking about qurbani of the family, the sacrifice that Nabiya salams family had to endure first. So now we'll pick on this. Family wants something, some zarurat, something. No, we must make qurbani. We must make sacrifice. What is the need for this? So, no that shouldn't be our attitude i mentioned it in the beginning if allah Ta'ala has given the means then forget one helper get two helpers also hmm? make their come easy for them also and we should also try to assist it's very easy to tell someone make sacrifice i'm not going to get you this i'm not going to give you the tools to ensure that the girl, the house is saf sutra clean, but then you come home and we start fighting and squealing and shouting. My kurta is not ironed. My topi is not right. My socks are incorrect. But what tools are we giving to help them fulfill these duties and these responsibilities? So they must be insafi. They must be adalat. They must be justice, even in the home. We can't have great, great expectations and then we are sitting down like one Raja, one king and expect everything at the click of our fingers. That, you know, we must be served. We must be served. G. after the battle of Hunayn, a lot of booty had come in. And nabiya kareem was in makkah sharif nabiya kareem was distributing those animals he now calls one chief right see all these sheep in the valley it is for you take it he calls another chief there's 100 camels take it for you go just like that just giving it he distributed everything, all the spoils of Hunayn, so much so that everything was finished and the people were still surrounding him and still asking for more. Such was the generosity, the sahawat of Nabi Wasallam. Eventually they also pulled his, his shawl off. And then Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam began walking back, walking back. It was like they all wanted something. Then eventually, behind him was a tree. He couldn't go further. In front of him, all these people, you know, sometimes you get this, like a stampede when you are doing distribution. Then he spoke. He told them, look, if I had stock, if I had the goods, if I had the animals, the amount of trees in the whole valley, if I had that much that too I would have distributed all of it to you but there is nothing left here now what do we do there is nothing left so Nabi Karim's heart wasn't in anything everything that he got he gave it away immediately now one is if you have then you give and if you don't have you tell that person, Maaf, sorry, I don't have it. But then to top it all. If somebody came to Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he never had, he would go and borrow it from somebody else and give it. Sometimes Rasulullah would exchange his armor and get some grain and he would give it to the people then when some monies came in, he would pay that person and get his armor back. And if it wasn't possible for him to borrow, then he would make sure that he made an announcement amongst the Sahaba. Now who can sort this person's problem out? Who can help this person? Or he will send him to some wealthy Sahabi. So such was the Generosity, you know, you, you, you think, imagine hmm, taking something that is so important to you, like your armor, and selling it temporarily so you get some money, buy grain, and feed the poor. When you get money again, you go and purchase the same armor, wear it, and go out in the battlefield. We can't imagine. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa he did this out of extreme love for the ummah. How much he loved the ummah. Now to go through such lengths, such extreme measures, just to see to the need of some sahabi. How much of love he must have had for the ummah. In hmm. the day of Qiyamah, Allah Ta'ala will give us an opportunity to see that muhabbat. And Allah Ta'ala will, inshallah, allow us to drink from his hands at Houthi Gawthar. Hmm? Imagine sahaba, they would come to Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi saying, that I want to get married, but I don't have any money. Nabiya Kareem arranged everything for that person to get married. But Sahaba, they weren't looking now for luxury. Our children, they want to get married. They say, Papa, I need one flat. I need furniture. I need one dishwasher. I need one washing machine. I need this. I need that. Hmm? now sahaba they didn't want all of this the basic basic necessities hmm? nabi akarim sallallahu alayhi wasallam will send him by this sahabi that go and ask this sahabi go tell that sahaba that i sent you each one gave him something and made up something to pay his mahar this is just for the mahar we're talking about Then they would make one small walima, nothing fancy, and get married. Hmm? So again, here, it's a lesson to the youth. But you want to get married. Now, you know, a few months ago, I had a case. So this family came to me. They told me that their father is now elderly, he's retired, he's out of a job. Now the son is telling me, he says that when I got married, then my father went into a lot of debt, credit card debt, interest-bearing debt. So he has now told us about all of this here. I want to help. Now you see, there's a lesson first of all for the parents and there's a lesson here for the children. When we go into debt, if it is a halal debt, these things happen. Sometimes they are necessary, they are out of our hands. But haram debt is something we should never ever resort to person doesn't have. You don't just take the plastic card and swipe it here and swipe it there and swipe it here and swipe it there. Now you're sitting with a bill, 50, 60,000 rands, interest is bearing on there. Every month the bank is on your back. So parents, simplicity, simplicity, what you can afford, you love your children, there's no question about it. But what you can afford, give them. If they have to stay with you one, two years, they are also working. The strange part is that child will make such demands on the father that the father must bear the brunt of the entire bill. The son is earning whatever money he is getting, he is now splashing it on the newly new wife. Every week buying her heels. Every week buying her perfume, every week taking her to this restaurant, that restaurant, and going for a weekend away, etc. So is this not zulam? Is it not oppression that we are doing? And then to the children, we need to use our aqal a little bit. The father is working class. He is just coming out every month. Now we want to get married we make a very very strong demand now i can't stay here now i can't stay here with y'all i need my own place and then i need it furnished i need one dining room suite smart how much is a dining Why? is because we have abandoned the simplicity Hazrat rahmatullah would say that the Sunnah is akmal, ashal, ajmal. Kamilo me akmal, sharifo me ashrab, jamilo me ajmal. It is complete. It is the easiest way of lifestyle. Akmal, ashal, and ajmal, and it is the most beautiful way of lifestyle. Sitting on the floor is the sunnah. Is the best way. Now you go, you tell your mother, your father, no, I need one dining room suite. How much is dining room suite? Then you buy one bedroom suite. Must have headboard. As you know, so if you don't have a headboard, what what's what what's the problem? There's a wall there. You put a pillow on the wall. Khalas, that's your headboard. But no, I need a headboard. Then I need one television in the house. I need one surround sound system in the house. I need one dishwasher. Yeah? <laughs> dishwasher, as if you can't wash your own dishes. Even washing machine. It's not a zarurat. You can wash yourself with your hands. Yeah, if Allah, Allah has given you, it's a different story. Now we are making so much, so much, so much kharcha, so much kharcha going to macro, just swiping the card, swiping the card, swiping the card until there's so much of interest. So you're making such demands. Now the father is sickly because he can't sleep at night. He got high blood pressure. He got heart problem. Can't sleep at night. That you know what, I'm 70, 75 years old. This child got married five years ago. I'm not coming out of this debt. Rather, I tell them, now the children want to go around looking for zakat funds to offset the debt. I mean, really. We need to be realistic. We need to be, you know, we need to understand. gee, it's very, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous what we are doing. we create a problem and then we use the avenue of zakat actually we don't use it we abuse the system of zakat the first place you know is like saying by i got a problem of gambling so i went i played lotto i went sansati i did this i did that until i mean so much of debt. now i have to pay the loan sharks back so now i go going to take zakat who created the problem who created the problem we created it so where's the is the mandi? are we not thinking that there are people that are living in the shacks different different areas of our localities that are truly reliant on zakat funds but we want to use the zakat to fund our luxury lifestyles because i got into this issue and there's so many things that are coming to mind here but inshallah let's take one quick break and then we'll come back and continue discussion inshallah
0: मेरा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे मेरा दिल बदल दे बदल दे बदल दे बदल ぶn ¡Mehra hiflat main dooba dil badaldehAA avao hirsu vala dil badaldehAA خدا فضل فرما دل بدل دے خدا یا فضل فرما دل بدل دے بدل دے دل کی دنیا دل بدل دے میرا میں gunahgari mein kab tak umr kaatun gunahgari mein kab tak umr kaatun badal de dil badal de suno main naam tera سُنُو میں نام تیرا دھڑکنوں میں مزا آ جائے مولا دل بدل हटा लूं आंख अपनी मां सेवा से जियूं मैं तेरी खातिर दिल बदल दे मेरा غفلت میں ڈوبا دل بدل دے کروں اپنی ساری خوشیاں کروں قربان اپنی ساری خوشیاں تو اپنا غم عطا کر دل بدل دے koya reham farma dil badal de mera ghaflat me do dil badal de mera dil badal de mera dil badal de mera dil badal de mera dil badal de پڑا ہوں تیرے در پہ دل شکستہ رہوں کیوں دل شکستہ دل بدل دے میرا ڈوبا دل بدل دے tera ho jaun itni aarzoo hai tera ho jaun itni aarzoo hai bas itni sun meri faryaad sun le mere maula bana le apna banda dil badal de mera de dile maghmoon maqam-e-surur de dile maghmoon کو مسرور کر دے دلِ بے نور کو پر نور کر دے میرا ظاہر سور جائے الہی میرا ظاہر سور جائے الہی میرے وقت میں ڈوبا دل بدل دے میں وحدت بلا مخمور کر دے میں محبت کے نشے میں جور کر دے میرا میں <laughs>
1: As-salamu wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome back to our program, Tasawuf and Tazkiyah, Purification of the Soul. So we were speaking about making correct decisions in life, not lavish decisions, and then becoming reliant on zakat. I give you another story. A few years ago, one of my friends phoned me. He told me that somebody he knows has got arrears of rental in excess, I can't even remember, but that time it was about 150, 250,000 rents. So I said, OK, let's meet this person. Let's hear what his story is. So When we met him, he was not very remorseful, you know. In felt he was rather arrogant, for lack of a better term. Let's see, I'm in debt, I am in need of zakat, you're an organization, you'll have to give me zakat. Like he almost demanded it. So, one of the first things that I told him was, I said, by you staying in this house, the rent is 15,000 rent. This is about eight, 10 years ago. 15,000 rents, renter, move out, go into one small two-bedroom place, pay a rent of 5,000, that is reasonable, and then, whatever your arrears are, make an effort to repay it. But his attitude was very different. No, this is my haq. It's my haq. How is it haq? We are taking the meal off someone that is desperate, who doesn't know where their next meal is going to come from. We are taking that away. Why? Just because of the color of my skin because I'm connected here connected there connected no this discharging of zakat also we must be very very particular in how we give it out. otherwise there are so many shenanigans like this year so many chances like this year cannot be. A money machine for people's luxury lifestyles g sometimes who writes here sometimes we take the mug of one day the mug sorry we take the mug of one day the rice of another day and mix it all up and give it to the maid to eat. So Friday is dal and rice, Wednesday is vegetable, mix it up, was sitting in the fridge, and we give it to the maid to eat. The question we must ask ourselves, will we eat that kind of food? Is that any tariqa? So we mustn't do things like that. If we're giving, we must give good things. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa says a person's iman can never, ever be complete until you love for others what you love for yourself. Now we say this is the domestic, is the helper. She must make shukar. That's our attitude. She must make shukar. Then on the other side you find certain families, Allah give them tremendous amount of barakah. Every single day they go to the shop, they buy five, six loaves of bread, huh? and they make fresh sandwiches. Whatever it is, peanut butter, jam, butter, cheese, whatever it is in the house. And all the people from the area, they know this house so well. They come, they knock on the door, fracos, fracos. And they collect their sandwich for the day. So, this is how it is supposed to be. This is how it's supposed to be. Not giving something that is stale, something that is completely Ya Rabbi, it's not even palatable, forget edible. Whatever Nabiya Kareem had to eat, that was what he would give. Then he would eat. So he'd give it first, then he would eat. The Ashabi Sufa had their place to live there. So if you were a person who had a date orchard or something, you would take one branch. A bunch of kajur, and hang it from the roof of the sufa, so that they could at least eat those dates. Once, when Nabi Akhirin sallallahu alaihi wasallam came to Ashabi sufa, he saw that the dates were old and stale, and he became very very upset. What is this that you are giving people to eat? But Nabi Wasallam himself would eat that type of a date. Hmm? Dry dates, old dates. We open a date, and if there's a little worm in that date, the very same time the date is gone in the bun, Nabi would open the date, he would clean those worms out, and he would eat that date. He would relish that date. Now that is the, the simplicity of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi sallam. And also the generosity of Nabiy Karim sallallahu alayhi When he came to wealth, when he came to food, when he came to clothing, when it came to land. How much of land also did Nabi Karim distribute? Let's take one last example. We will say that many a people also give wealth. They also give land. They also give clothes and food. Who was the apple of nabiya kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam's eye? Hazrat Fatima radiAllahu taala anha. She was the most beloved. If nabiya kareem sallallahu alaihi wasallam had to make suffer anywhere. That was the last person that he would meet before departing, his daughter. And when he came back from anywhere, the first person that he would go and meet was Hazrat Fatima. This was Muhabbat, such Muhabbat. When people talk about Nisbate ittihadi between a sheikh and a murid, huh, that that similitude where. A person begins to look and walk and talk and sound and everything like the sheikh. The nisbete i between Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala anha, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhu and Sahabiyat radiallahu ta'ala anhunna ajma'een explain that if you saw Hazrat Fatima walking, that was Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi Wasallam's walking. Her talking, that was Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's talk. Her mannerisms were Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's mannerisms. So that is nisbati ittihadi But who did he give his daughter to? He is the king of Medina Sharif. The Ansar were not poor people. They were very wealthy people. He could have chosen the wealthiest son from the Ansar. Who wouldn't want to marry the daughter of Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam? Who wouldn't be ready to be a part of that Ahle Bayt? But Nabi Karim Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he gives his daughter the apple of his eye to a person who doesn't even own a house. He doesn't even have a place to stay. That is why when Azad Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu Made nikah to Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala, he couldn't even take her the same time because he didn't have a house. Where was he going to take her to? Subhanallah. Nabiya Kareem sallallahu wasallam gave his daughter to a person who at times would wear the skin of an animal to cover his body. And there was such a need for the clothes that he couldn't even wait for that skin to dry properly. While it was still wet, it had a smell on it. He used to just wait and carry on because there was nothing else to wear. So Nabi Kareem gave his daughter to that type of a person. From here, try to gorge, try to understand the generosity of Nabi Kareem Any person can part With excess wealth You can part with excess Food, you can part with Excess clothes But will he have the himmat To give his daughter To someone who doesn't Even have a house What is more valuable than a daughter Not just any daughter The daughter who is the apple of your eye but remember, Nabi Kareem sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam Allah Ta'ala had chosen Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu because Sayyidina Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu had such wonderful, wonderful qualities, akhlaq, ilm, knowledge, wisdom, ya Rabb, was surrounded and perfumed by all these good qualities. So, this was the generosity of Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. is saying now, I'm not saying that we must give our daughters like that. We all know the capability and ability of our daughters and how much qurbani they can make. Just now you will say in order to follow the sunnah, we have to give our daughters to someone who is destitute. No, Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa never said that we must do such things. He left the Sharia for us, but for him, this was the life that he had chosen. This was his heart. This was his generosity. In every field, every faculty, Nabi Akhirin sallallahu alaihi wasallam, sakhawat was at its pinnacle. Ramadan Sharif is on our doorstep. So this is a good opportunity to start exercising, Hmm? to start and make it a beginning of generosity. It doesn't mean now you need to go to the shops and buy expensive, expensive Kajur and all your neighbors, you need to give them one, one tub of Kajur. No. There are so many poor people in our area go around meet them go and see if they even have iftar in their house if they have something for suhoor in their house old age homes orphanages but leave all of that even the house to house if we just go house to house in the border areas la ilaha illallah will come to learn so many things some people are living in garages. Some people are living in basements. Some people are sleeping out in the street. One loaf of bread, half loaf of bread, little bit of milk, something. Hmm? And these are Muslims. So we have a very big responsibility on our shoulders. Nabi kareem Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He left these examples For us It's not just storytelling But it is for us To Take Ibrat And take lesson And see where I can Now rectify And make a positive change A real positive change And in doing so Allah Taala will give so much of barakat. falahu ashru The manamam Allah Ta'ala will give back his ten. Manam. So Ramadan you know some people think their generosity lies in them discharging their zakat. Your zakat your zakat is not from your generosity. Your lilla. That is from your generosity. Your zakat. That is the hukam of Allah Taala. You have to do it. There's no choice in the matter. There. But now your lilla. There's so many masajid been built. So many musallas. So many darul uloom. So many maktabs. Go and find out where the need is. You can become a means of establishing a markers of Deen you may think now how can i do it with my 500 rent? if everyone thinks alike imagine what a difference we can make imagine allah ta'ala has blessed the muslim community of south africa alhamdulillah allah ta'ala has blessed with wealth and we make dua allah continues to bless so real sahawad, real generosity it's not in the zakat the zakat again i'm saying you have to give there's no choice in the matter there. Lilla now you got a choice. Give and don't give. But the reality is our hearts. Inna l insana li rabbihi la wa innahu Alla Dali Kalashaheed, wa innahu li hobbil Khairi Lashadid. Allah Taala says the problem is that we are so intoxicated, so in love with our wealth, that I've seen it with my own eyes. Some people are discharging zakat and they say, Ya Allah, much I must give? I'm just dishing out and dishing out and dishing out the zakat. When is it? It's like an effort on them. They, they, they feel so difficult to give that zakat. So difficult, it's like Ya Allah, my hard-earned money, Subhanallah, Subhanallah, Subhanallah. We shouldn't be like that. We should immediately go and try to look for some cure for that sickness that's in the heart now, even zakat we're feeling hard to give. There's a problem there, some spiritual disease that's lingering there in the heart so go and sit with some sheikh sheikh kamil and see how we can overcome this hmm? find some prescription amongst the ahlullah the friends of allah and see how we can overcome this and not that Allah Ta'ala hasn't given Allah has given a lot but this is the condition, that I can't take out that. The zakat is 50,000, 100,000 rents. Imagine a person taking out 100,000 rands. What is his wealth worth? Millions, millions! You can't take out that 100,000, feeling so difficult. So definitely there's a problem here. There's some weakness in the heart. So, we must try now. Ramadan is our training ground. Ramadan Sharif, this is our training ground. To become better, closer to Allah Ta'ala. We must give. Sometimes it hurts when we give also. But carry on giving. Carry on giving. To take out that lilla, it hurts. It hurts. But to continue attacking the nafs like this here. Allah Ta'ala will give the sweetness of Iman in the heart because I'm not doing it for any other reason only for my Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala my Allah must become pleased with me my Allah must become pleased with me Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala grant us all taufiq becoming better Muslims like I said the best opportunity that we have now Ramadan Sharif Training ground for every believing male, every believing female. And gee, it's also part of your generosity. It's some iftari you made. You're going to send it to the neighbors. Alhamdulillah, send it to the neighbors. But don't expect something in return. Now they sent your, your, your utensils back empty and say, hey, they got a nerve. Eh? They send it back empty. I sent it full. <laughs> don't expect anything in return. Ah, They send something alhamdulillah, nurun ala nur. Hmm? We mustn't have expectations. Our expectation is full from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala grant me tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant you tawfiq. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant the entire ummah tawfiq of making amal. Becoming generous servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, becoming better servants of Allah ta'ala. And Allah Ta'ala make us prosperous in dunya, qabr and akhirah. Jazakum Allahu khayran. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.